When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. SV3, we are gathered here today on FMC to mourn the 2021-2022 Los Angeles Lakers. It's officially over. The nightmare for you has come to an end. Ten teams can make the playoffs. Technically, this year, the Los Angeles Lakers were not one of the 10 of 15 best teams in the Western Conference Finals, or in the Western Conference. There's no Western Conference Finals. <laughs> a team with LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. To start the season, Rajon Rondo, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, DeAndre Jordan, Malik Monk, and Avery Bradley. I don't know who else I'm missing. They're not, they're not really that good, clearly, because they couldn't make the playoffs. What's your panic level at SV3? That was the first question I asked you on this show. Not this show, but a different show when you joined us. Your panic level was at like a one. What's your panic level at? Because you asked me that after the first loss. After the the first game of the season, I asked you, and it was at like a one. You're like, it's fine. It's one game. Lost to the Warriors. They're going to be good this season. That part turned out to be true. That was accurate. How how like how are you feeling? It's over. It's all over. Forty eight losses later. Um, yeah, I mean, my, I I already conceded. I already waved the white flag like three or four episodes ago. Even when they looked like we were just gonna be a play in team, I was like, we're probably losing the play in. We're not even gonna make the playoffs. But sweet Jesus, it's like it's like all the wheels came off of this this car and we are just crashing and burning into the offseason. They literally I I went to a store where they're literally giving away Laker Laker apparel. They're literally having like 30 percent off. So I got me a Lakers (laughs) T-shirt. God, God, I mean, look, you might as well if it's if it's if it's on sale, you might as well get this stuff. I actually respect that. Might as well get it out instead of later. They're giving it away, basically. Ah, man, it's just been really a really rough week. I haven't want to talk about NBA basketball in like the last week. I mean, a lot of that is due to the crazy schedule that we have with our other end of, of what we do here. But also, it was just like, I have no reason 
I have no reason to watch. My panic level, my panic uh, meter has been broken since like February, ladies and gentlemen. So, so <sighs> I was, uh, my friend and I spend way too much time talking talking about the Lakers for a team that is this trash. Uh, but yesterday, they they officially got eliminated two nights ago when they lost yes. and the Spurs won. Um, yes. And yesterday, we were just kind of like. I still can't believe like they're eliminated. I'm waiting for like Adam Silver to do some type of run in and change the rules or some shit. Like, you know what? The seventh seed is fine. Eight and nine play and 10 and 11 play. And then they, they play in a little one game elimination tournament. And the winner of that gets the eighth seed. Okay. Like I'm waiting for him to just come in and change the rules to ensure like the Lakers somehow get in this. So we still can't believe like this is completely real. We were looking at like the schedule and like they haven't won back to back games since January. They were like 31 and 29, like January 4th, January 7th, something like that. Yes. Like that's not bad. It should probably be better. Like that wasn't bad. They were in like the four or five seed area. And it's like, okay. Like, and they'd won like four straight. It's like, all right. Like they're here. Right? They're not doing too bad. And to go from that to winning like less than 10 games. <laughs> since then or maybe maybe 10 games like losing 20 games since then no back-to-back wins falling from the four or five spots all the way down to 10th it is kind of astounding and we looked at like oh you know anthony davis loves the injury excuse loves it he's like oh if we were healthy we would have run rough shot on the seat anthony davis played in half the games this season he played in like 40 games all right, LeBron would have played in 60 if he didn't skip this last week. And I think he only skipped this last week because he didn't want no blame for them not making the playoffs. He, he didn't want any association with us officially getting out of the playoff, uh, yeah. getting out of play-in contention. He just was like, you know what? I've given up on this team, so I'm out of here. You, you, if you would have told me in 2019 – when we signed LeBron James, when I felt like LeBron was was asking for forgiveness from me because I had spent nearly a decade being one of his biggest critics out there. Ever since the decision, I was one of LeBron's biggest critics that they could have been. If you would have told me that his apology was coming to the Lakers and then these past four years where we missed the playoffs twice, we had a first-round exit, that we were perfectly fine. We were up 2-1 until Anthony Davis went down. LeBron couldn't couldn't keep us together. And then the Mickey Mouse championship in the bubble. <laughs> if someone would have told me that, I would have never believed you. Because I've always heard this rhetoric from LeBron James fans that LeBron, uh, he's, he's so great. He doesn't need any teammates. He could do it on his own. And then when, when stuff goes wrong, it's everybody's fault except for LeBron. Like, you would have thought that he would have been able to do this. And I don't want the age excuse. I don't want any of that because this man is averaging 29 points, eight rebounds, eight assists. He's still uh, patting the stat sheet despite it not having any effect on this goddamn team. And, yes, I, I dropped the GD very uh, – Yeah, I dropped the GD early. GD early. <sighs> It's just frustrating. It's very frustrating. Oh, oh man. I can't believe like LeBron played and again essentially 60 games 
And like, I'm pretty sure the record was like under 500 or 500 at best with LeBron yeah. in the lineup, which is not good. Like, not good for a LeBron James team to to have that. And then Westbrook played pretty much all season. I don't think he missed but yes. only a handful of games. Like to finish this far below, but the West wasn't even good this year. The Spurs are going to make it at a below 500 record. The Spurs literally were forced to make it. They yeah. didn't want to win. They didn't. They're like, they're like, y'all really going to let us get into this play-in, Lakers? Like, y'all can't win a game. Y'all can't win a game at all. So there's 10 spots. There's 10 spots for them to make it. And they couldn't do it on record many times of saying, I don't know about this. But I was a little hopeful because it seemed like it was going to be Westbrook's like best shot at a ring because their ceiling was fairly high if it, if it could have worked. I didn't think it could, but if it could have, their ceiling was high with all that talent. My, my, my friend likes to always say, just like, go for talent over fit. You'll, you'll figure out the fit later. Like, <laughs> Elva, this is my favorite tweet of all time. Keep talking about my squad, our personnel ages, the way they play. We're past our prime in this league. Cedric said, do me a favor, please. Keep the same energy. Oh, man. Everybody kept the same energy all season. Absolutely. How'd that work out? They, they that work out? <laughs> oh, man. The, the best tweet I saw was the little the little vignette of all the tweets that came out with people yeah. saying, oh, who's beating the squad? Who's beating yeah. the squad? The LeBron <laughs> quote, that LeBron James tweet that was just like, so stupid like why did you even have to comment it wasn't even worth commenting about it because it was gonna make you look stupid in the end like he was confident though he was confident but but literally anytime lebron has put his hands in the gm or personnel changes for a squad it has literally led to failure every single time he miami the first two years it was pat riley it was the first two or three years it was pat riley uh, you know he took a suggestion or two from lebron that that fourth year when lebron was making a lot of personnel suggestions that's when they failed that's when they lost in the finals then he goes to cleveland and you know he yeah he had a lot to do with like the changes like trading Wiggins for Kevin Love and stuff yeah. like that and that worked out for them one year one year that worked out for them but when he really went in and became la GM as Bala B puts in this in the live chat here it was complete and utter failure when Cleveland got Dwayne Wade and Derrick Rhodes. And then you have here when when Rob Palinka was in charge and Rob Palinka was making all the personnel moves, we had a great we we were good. We were number one in the West even before the bubble in the Mickey Mouse Championship. We were number one in the West. We were like, what was it, fifty and zero? If we led after three quarters, that team was good. I think that team like would have been the favorites to win the title, even if it wasn't in the bubble or anything. That was yeah. a very good team. Yeah, because I feel like the only team that could have beat us was the Clippers. And as you saw in the bubble with three months yeah. rest for these guys who are usually injury prone, it seems they they choked. They would have choked as also if it was not in the bubble, not in the Mickey Mouse championship. So I feel like we would have still won that championship regardless, but no one respects that championship. So that's not even something to fall back on. And that's not even to say, oh, you had one good year. No, you had a good two months in a bubble. That's what you that's what you had. You had a good four months of the season. Yeah. But then God, I hate, I hate, I hate this all 
I hate being here. I hate being here at this memorial service. I hate the fact that I have to talk about this, talk about my Los Angeles Lakers. My kids got a whole bunch of Laker baby clothes that I don't even feel safe for them to wear out in these streets. Oh. It's it's astounding. I still I am I still can't believe like we're here. At the start of the season, I still can't believe we are here. And just completely missing the playoffs. Because even worst case scenario, and I thought that there would be worst case scenario stuff with the way this roster was constructed. Even worst case scenarios, like there's just too much talent. Like worst case, they get in as like a six seed or something. Like a, a dangerous six, seven seed. Seventh yeah. would have put them in the play-in, but like I still thought they would have like won one of the play-in games. Like that, that's still a dangerous team of like, okay, everything went wrong. Even with injuries like davis davis was more or less worst case scenario lebron at this stage of his career 60 games more or less like you, you can know for that westbrook again played for the majority of the game so injuries wasn't even like completely worst case but fit everything's like worst case scenario too much talent to where they'll they'll just beat these teams and i thought the coaching staff was a little bit better i don't fully blame the coaching staff i've seen enough russell westbrook teams to understand that the defense is just going to take a hit. I've seen enough of LeBron James over the past few years to understand that when he locks in, sure, he can still be good, but that just ain't happening on a regular basis. The thing with the, the Lakers teams of the past, the, the past couple of years, when they were still good, because they were good before uh, the injuries to Davis last year. I know they were like a seventh seed, but Davis was banged up for the majority of last season. Yeah. I, they won the championship bubble or not uh their regular season was very strong before the bubble but like lebron is not the defender that he used to be at no. this stage the thing you and i don't think davis is either with all of these injuries he was a couple years ago last year a little bit this year his defense was awful like you've got to have uh like you've got to have guys around them that compensate for that this roster was not guys around them that compensate for that westbrook made everything worse Dwight Howard just like is what he is at this. DeAndre Jordan is a black hole of defense, like just god awful stuff. Carmelo, he's he one of the best no defenders defense. out there. DeAndre Jordan, it's crazy. These guys, these guys, they they got nothing left. They just went with old dudes, just old guys who got nothing left defensively. It's it's so much a young man's game now, and like they're still good defenders who can who can like kind of make an impact at, a, at an advanced age, but like. For the most part, it's a young man's game when it comes to not not only defense, but just like offense. And Kevin Durant was on the, the JJ Reddick podcast and he just talked about like just how complex like offenses are now with like screen setting and stuff. You gotta have guys who are willing to like chase and do all that stuff. And these old guys they they doing that shit. All right. Westbrook, even at his best years, he wasn't running through screens and stuff. Like he definitely doing that now. DeAndre, his feet don't move as fast to slide over. Same, same with Dwight Howard. LeBron, in his best years, he he could lock in one on one, but chasing guys around screens and stuff, he just he wasn't gonna do that all the time. Now at the age these guys are at, it just ain't happening. It just ain't happening. I think I said this on the very first FMC. Lakers don't do super teams because it it, it it winds up so bad. But this is the biggest failure in NBA history. And this is coming from someone who has seen the Lakers have two other super teams 
one of those super teams made it to the NBA Finals, even with old ass mailman and old, and old GP. Uh, then the next one with Dwight Howard, Steve Nash, you know, Artez, Kobe. We at least made it to the playoffs. You know, Kobe got hurt the last game of the season, and at least we made the playoffs. We got swept by the Spurs. At least we made the playoffs. This is by far the biggest failure of a super team that has ever been. The biggest failure in NBA history. I I have no it words really, anymore. It really is. Like, I'm thinking about it, and, like, it kind of is. It's a LeBron James team who's still at playing at a high level, like not even making, and not only not even making the playoffs, 10 spots they in a weak Western conference. They created two extra spots, ladies and gentlemen. They created two extra spots. And these are the records of nine and 10, 36 <laughs> and 44 and 34 and 46. Or that's the, the the Pelicans are 36 and 44. The Spurs are 34 and 46. The Clippers in the A spot are 40 and 40. We couldn't, we couldn't, oh my God, with three of the top, I would say 30 players in the NBA, we couldn't make a damn playing slot. I don't want to hear injury excuses from Davis. No. Either. Because again, I, I just I just read off that LeBron played in basically one or two thirds of the games. Davis played half. Westbrook was there for the majority of the season. You look at the team like the Clippers, where they haven't had Kawhi all season. George only played like thirty games. Anthony Davis played more games than Paul George. Okay, yeah. Anthony Davis played more games than Paul George, and LeBron played double the games of Paul George. They haven't had Paul George pretty much the the majority of the season. Like they're going to make the playoffs as a, as an eight seed. The the uh, the Nuggets. I know you're going to take away Jokic's MVP, but they haven't had their two their their two and three best players. They haven't had them all season, and the rest of that team sucks. That's a garbage team outside of Jokic, and they're going to comfortably make the playoffs. See, all right, he's, he's, Jokic is about to get this Westbrook freaking MVP <laughs> because everybody else on his team is trash. That's why people are going to just they're going to feel sympathy for him. They're going to give him the MVP. I saw some I saw one of our fans shout outs to you for tagging me and Jeremy where the media members all voted for uh right. I think that was you, felt, you felt vindicated and I'm like we we literally ripped all media members on this show and now we're using the that smart media members vote for MVP, okay? The smart media members got no, MVP. Chris Chris Bassard votes for MVP. I'm sorry. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Killed my argument right there. Chris Bassard's a genius. All right. He's a genius. I've never doubted him. What are you talking about? He's a genius. He's one of the people like me that said the Lakers were going to be good this season. (laughs) Him and Nick Wright. Him and Nick Wright are one or two. Nick Wright sucks. Oh, Nick Wright is the worst. I'm sorry. Nick Wrong would be a more accurate uh, name (laughs) for him. But yes, oh man, it's just really, really bad with the Lakers. I'm over it. I, okay. I'm done with that. Let's look at let's look at Lakers' future because here's the thing with the you're so disappointed that we got to keep talking about the Lakers. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. I'm talking about the future. The past is in the past. Okay, they missed the playoffs. Can't help it. Let's let's look at the future because this injury thing is. Makes it sound like, oh, if we were healthy, we would have been fine. 
And I don't think that is true at all. I don't think this team was good when they were healthy. But because the players, specifically Davis, I, I think LeBron's saying a little bit, I don't think Westbrook like wants any part, at least of this coaching staff. They're going to fire Vogel by all accounts. Yeah. I expect that to happen by, I guess their last game is like in a couple of days. Like, like when the final buzzer sounds, I expect Woj to tweet out that Frank Vogel has been fired. Maybe even with like five seconds left in the fourth quarter of that last game. Woj just got that shit in drafts. And, you know, maybe the game goes long for some reason and it just get, it gets out there before the, the final buzzer sounds. I expect that to happen. So maybe a new coaching staff Westbrook will, will be happier with. But I think using the injury excuses like, hey, let's run it back. It's healthy. This team's going to be very good. New coaching staff. This team's going to be very good. I don't think that's the way to go. What about you? No, we have no future. <laughs> we gave up all our draft picks to get Anthony Davis. We traded, we traded all our future prospects to get Davis and Westbrook. It's just like, what are we doing? What are we, what is our future? Is our future this? This is our future. We have Westbrook on a $47 million contract. Like you, you, I just looked up the record of the Lakers when they had AD, LeBron, and Westbrook. They were 11 and 11. They're a 500 team, even with these three. That's guys. playoffs, though. They at least would have made the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> it would have been, they would have been tied for eighth right now. And no, and I see the comments in the live chat. No, I'm not rooting for the goddamn Suns. I ain't rooting for the Suns when they had Steve Nash, when they were beating us in the first round. I ain't rooting for no Suns out here with their cakewalk red carpet to the NBA Finals. If they don't win the NBA Finals this year, I want to I wanna hear everybody jump on my bandwagon. My bandwagon has been the same, and it will probably get me muted by Jeremy, but Chris Paul is a choke artist. He had one good, oh, no. good playoffs. He had no one point God slander. Yeah. No point God slander on this. All right? We're not slandering the point guard. Oh, come on. Come on. You can't blame him for the injury in the rocket season. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. People, people too much try to slander Doc Rivers, and he deserves the slander. Don't get me wrong. He deserves his slander. He is a choke artist. But people don't realize that the clip they like those Clifford teams were great. Chris Paul just didn't deliver in the in the playoffs. He had good stats, but he didn't drive his team forward. He he's a great regular season. He's like Peyton Manning pre-2006. He's like, Peyton Manning was always really great. And this is coming from the Peyton Manning's biggest fan. Peyton Manning was always really great in the in the regular season. Every year, the coach would set, you know, new records for the amount of wins that they got in the regular season. And then he would come to the playoffs and he would lose. And he would lose in dramatic fashion, either getting slaughtered by the Patriots, slaughtered by a different version of the Jets, that's what just happened, and that's Chris Paul, ladies and gentlemen. He's always on these teams setting new franchise records for the Clippers, setting new franchise records for the Rockets, setting new franchise records for the Suns. But when it comes to the playoffs, exactly what you just heard, nothing really, nothing to come out of it. He don't got a ring. He went to the it, finals last year. He lost the – I said, he, I said one, one playoffs. <laughs> It was one playoffs, and Look, it was. I used year. to slander. I used to slander Chris Paul all the time. I'm not gonna lie about it. When he was with the Clippers, there was a big Thunder Clippers rivalry um, in the playoffs. They had, they had playoff battles, and I would slander 
Chris Paul. When they blew the 3-1 lead, I thought it was funny. Um, like, I would slander Chris Paul. I changed my tune when he came to OKC. I'm very disappointed we lost that game seven to, to Houston. That felt like our championship, and we lost, and I'm very mad about that. Uh, like, the, the Suns year, last year, they were in the finals. They were 2-0. Like, ah, that, that's tough. They're the team to beat this year, man. I'm rooting yeah. for my guy, Chris Paul. Chris Paul is going to shut you down, all right? Chris Paul shutting you down. Let's make a bet. Let's make a bet. I can't wait for Kyrie Irving to drop 50 on Chris Paul in the NBA Finals as my Brooklyn Nets because I am from New York. <laughs> I'm from New York. I am I've been Kyrie's biggest supporter on YouTube. You are, actually. So, yes, I, I am rooting for the Nets to win this whole damn thing. No, but I, I really think the, the Bucks are going to win. I think the Bucks are going to win the championship because I'm sorry. The Suns are not going to get tested until we get to the NBA Finals, it feels like, in my eyes. I mean, maybe, you know, the Mavericks or the Grizzlies, you know, maybe one of those teams will give them a real challenge and really test them. But I, I still I still think I still think that. Um, a healthy Warriors team is, is an issue. I don't know if we're going to get a healthy Warriors team, but that's an issue. I don't think we are. I don't think we are. That's why I didn't mention them. I'm sorry. Let's let's make a bet. Leland makes a very good point. CP3 will always be a legend, uh, making new Supermax rules for himself while <laughs> being the president. Dude, Chris Paul, good. You can say he's a choke artist when it comes to on the court. Off the yes. court, that man, he's clutch. That means he here's the bag, maybe. <laughs> he is a point guard. He is a point guard off the court. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about on the court. I love and respect Chris Paul. I would put him in my top, possibly top five, definitely top six point guards of all time. But, yeah, I'm just talking about on the court. And the only reason I started this argument was last year because everybody was talking about, oh, Doc Rivers is a choke artist. I'm like, he is. Chris Paul was on a lot of those teams too. Why we don't why we don't talk about him being a choke artist? Because Chris Paul made it at least made it to the finals last year. Doc Rivers couldn't even beat the I'm, Hawks. I'm talking about I'm talking about before that. I'm talking couldn't about even before beat the Hawks. Hey. I think the evidence, the evidence is clear that it was Doc Rivers' fault, not Chris Paul's fault, based on last year. Very clear evidence. Hey, Chris Paul Chris Paul is a choke artist. He either gets hurt or he doesn't he doesn't deliver the championship. All right, let's, they were let's up make three a bet. two on the Warriors. I'm let's just make saying. a bet. SB three. I I'm not gonna say the Suns are gonna win the title. Maybe I'll, we'll get there when we get to the finals. What what can we bet on Suns versus the field? I I feel like you think the Suns are coming out of the West as well. Yes. Yes, but is there any bet we can make that you you'll you'll take the field and I'll take Chris and I'll take Chris Paul and the Suns. Are we just talking about the West, or are we just, just talking the about the, the whole field? Oh, no, nah, because I I still favor the Bucks to, to, yeah. to repeat. Yeah. I favor I favor the Bucks. I favor the net. If if the Bucks the Nets get to the NBA Finals, they're beating that Suns team, in my opinion. But I I will take the Suns over the Nets. Okay, we'll make a finals bet if we get there. I'm trying to just go Western Conference. Okay, and bet how many games the Suns lose in the West? That's not bad. Let me look at the. Let me look at this West. All right. Okay. So we got you know Grizzlies. We got the. Unhealthy. They're gonna face like, I I I don't think their first round matchups gonna be much. It's gonna be like the Spurs, the Pelicans. Who's the eight seed right now? The Clippers. The Clippers. Okay. Well, I think the Clippers and and who's the seventh? Minnesota. Uh, the Timberwolves. Yeah. 
Okay. See, I think I think a healthy Clippers team can trouble the Suns. I don't know what a healthy Clippers team looks like. I don't think Minnesota is going to give them too much trouble. No. No, I don't I don't see that at all. Um I I mean, Nuggets they just don't have anything outside of Jokic. Okay, give me give me four games. Four games. The Suns lose four games or less on the way to the finals. Four games. All finals. Or less? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Okay. Okay, I'll 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 take I'll take that bet. I, okay. I think they I think they lose at least five. I think they okay. they are not they are not sweeping uh, a lot of these teams. I don't think they're gonna. I don't. I'll give I'll give Jokic one win over them. I'll give the Jazz. I feel like the Jazz kind of will match up well with them, even though no, I don't believe destroy the Jazz. I don't believe in the Jazz at all. Don't get me wrong, but I just think they match up pretty well with them as far as like Donovan Mitchell, you know, Devin Booker. You got Gobert on Aiton. It's really down to Chris Paul delivering, and as I, as I said, he he's like a mailman on Sunday for me in the playoffs. I don't know if he's <laughs> going to deliver or not. <laughs> I'm I'm already regretting four. I feel like I should have taken five games. Yep, I'm going. Like I'm taking. I'm taking five. the bet, and I'm going with five. All right, I what think, are we betting? I think the Mavs will beat them. The Mavs in the second round. I think the Mavs will will take two or three. I think the Mavs might take them to seven. I don't know. I'm not like completely sold on the Mavs, and I love Luca. I'm not completely sold on the Mavs. What are we betting? What's what's the bet here? Uh, anybody in the chat if you want to throw out some bets uh, yeah we can throw like what what kind of stakes we can put um i do it money i'm broke i got we both got kids we can't afford to spend yeah money. yeah i was gonna say that i was like i was like <laughs> what are we betting exactly <laughs> i don't know we'll bet like some tweets or some some dumb shit like that uh leland says the jazz are dead mentally gobert mitchell hate each other okay so i just want to be done with this season here's here's a it's not a trade proposal because i don't know what either side's giving up but here is a proposal out of there what are the bulls chances zero uh, yeah. here's a here's a proposal that are coming out go bear in dallas hmm. i love that and I'll, I'll explain why i love it again i don't know what the mavs are giving up i i don't know how this works like as a trade i'm just looking at go bear in dallas and here's why i don't think go bear is as bad offensively as like He's kind of made out to be. I look, you ain't building your offense around Gobert. His post up yeah. game is kind of non existent. The man is still tall, still strong, set, obviously sets a good screen. That's all we hear about is how good a screen he sets. Rolls to the basket hard. He didn't have anybody passing the ball. Mike Conley isn't like the greatest passer in the world, especially at this age. Donovan Mitchell just has no interest of passing him the ball. I don't know if you saw that stat. Donovan Mitchell passes the ball to Gobert two times a game. Passes. Not assist. He passes him the ball two times a game. All right? Like, that's it. So Mitchell has I, – I watch way more Utah Jazz than I care to admit for a team that, that like, is not fun or anything like that. Gobert goes to the basket hard. He's out. He's tall. The man's got his hands up and everything. He averages 15 a game, 15 a game mainly off of, like, offensive rebounds and putbacks and stuff. This man can get buckets around. He shoots, like, 75% around the rim. You yeah. know it's around the rim because he doesn't go outside of the restricted area. Like, he can finish and stuff around the rim and whatnot. I think with a playmaker – and Donovan, or not Donovan Mitchell, Luka Doncic might be, if if not the best playmaker, the best passer in the league. He's like top three, top two. Like yeah. eight, there ain't many pa- passers better than him in the league. I think you put him on that Mavericks team where he can roll for Luka 
and, and just get easy lobs and, and easy around the rim stuff, he's going to improve their defense. He's still a good defender. I, I think Gobert would be a very good compliment on that Dallas team. Here's why I think they wouldn't want it is they do like the spacing with Luka and Gobert obviously hurts the spacing a lot. I think it does work as like a Capella Harden type situation. And that's when the, uh, the Rockets were at their best, right? Is like the, when they tried to go with just like five out, all small Robert Covington playing the five and stuff. Granted that was Westbrook and not Chris Paul running that offense, but that was so gimmicky that just like, it didn't work at all. I think you still need some sort of big, in there and if you don't have a spacing big somebody who just rolls hard gives you a lot on defense and, and can just finish around the rim finish lobs and stuff i think that's your your best option there this is why i love gobert in dallas i think it would be great i i love that move once you said it i was just it, it piqued my interest because that just works he's got a playmaker donovan mitchell is not a playmaker he's a scorer he, that's yeah. that's what he is. So he, you know, even if that's that is a little bit shocking to some people, it's not very shocking to me because I know Donovan Mitchell. It's shocking that it's two passes, like two assists. Fine, well, like Mitchell I, gets two assists, two passes. I've he didn't also, even like pass him the ball. He didn't even like pass him the ball and then do dribble handoff stuff. Like two I've, whole passes. I've also grown to realize that outside of Ben Simmons, the player that Donovan Mitchell hates the most is <laughs> is Gobert on his own damn team. Like he don't want to be associated with Gobert. Gobert won him won them that game in, in Memphis the other night. By the way, yeah, I, watch this game. Gobert was very good in this game. I'm a Gobert hater. Fuck Rudy Gobert. I can't stand him. I think he would at least be better off with a team that knows how to utilize him. Yeah, I ain't saying running post up and stuff for him, not even utilize him better because I think he's not utilized like terrible. Put him on a team that actually wants to pass him the ball, okay? But but my only question is what they can fit, what the Mavericks giving up because none of these players are very attractive outside of outside of maybe Dimwitty, maybe Dimwitty, you want his offense off the bench, Dorney, uh, Dorian, uh, Phineas Jr., Finney Smith, yeah, yeah, he's he's uh, yeah, Finney Smith, he's all right, he's okay, uh. Dwight Powell? No, I'm sorry. Tim Hardaway Jr. is there. Yeah, but he's hurt, so you got that. Frank Nilakina, he has a great stylist um out there, so so not much he could do on the court though, but he has a great stylist. That's all I know. You know, family. Gotta look out for my family. Uh, but <laughs> um yeah, I don't see this this a trade package that the Mavericks is gonna present to the Jazz doesn't look that attractive to me. Yeah, I don't know, and this is why, like, I don't know if there is a trade, and that's why I wasn't even, like, trying to come up with a trade scenario. And that's why I was just like, what if just Gobert is on this team more than trying to figure out a trade scenario because I don't know what that looks like. I do think there will be – I don't have much hopes for the Jazz in the playoffs. Until they prove something, they're just going to be the Utah Jazz. I I do think there will be interest – in Gobert, I do think there will be interest in like blowing things up if you're Utah. I think you have to if you're Utah. I just don't think you can run back uh, Mitchell and Gobert another season because yeah. they don't have enough around them to to make that viable. You got to trade one of Mitchell or Gobert in that scenario, and you're probably not trading your your young star score. Like no. you're, you get a better package for Mitchell, obviously. But you probably want to keep your your scoring guard over your defensive center, who I think there is 
something you can build around Gobert. He's not going to be the best player on the cha- on a championship team. I think nope. Mitchell with the like the right pieces around him could be the best player, at least on a team that gets to like the finals. Um, so you could you could trade probably trading Gobert. Yeah, I don't know what the package looks like for Dallas. I, they don't have much to offer. But if Utah's desperate enough, like they're gonna make the move, and it could be a three team trade. Like I, there's wacky enough scenarios we've seen a million times in the NBA where people want to say like every contract is untradeable and stuff. I've seen Russell Westbrook's contract traded three times. All right, <laughs> that that there ain't no untradeable contract in the NBA. There ain't no untradeable scenario. If teams want to make shit work, they will figure out a way to make shit work. So if Dallas wants Gobert, they will figure something out. And Utah wants to give them up that badly. They'll figure something out, whether it be a third team involved, whether Utah just decides to to take less than maybe is otherwise out there. They'll figure something out to make it happen. Yeah, I can see I can see that happening. And Dallas uh, should be able to, you know, trade some draft picks as well so they can make that work. But yeah, I I feel like Dallas is a team that can beat the Suns a few times when they verse them in the second round. And you know, depending on how healthy the Warriors are, I think that you know they could they could probably get a win or two over the Suns and then uh Memphis the same thing. I I think that they they are just youthful enough that I I have some I have faith in them. I have more faith in them than the Utah Jazz, the Nuggets, or everybody else in that bottom half of the West beating the Suns. So that's why I'm taking this bet of you saying four losses for the Suns before they get to the NBA Finals. I'm going for I'll, I'm saying six because I think that the I think that the Mavericks will force them to seven games. Yeah, I regret going four. I'll, I would, I would definitely take five. I don't think they're losing more than five. I don't think they're losing six. Definitely, losing four six. just seems like there's three rounds, man. I don't realize like it just seems like oh yeah, easily the, they won't lose four, but like you just lose two in the the next two rounds. Like you just go six on two. Like you got to win. Like you got to win the first two in like five or like a sweep. Like ah, oh, it's tough. And I don't know if they're I mean, sweeping. Yeah, I don't. I don't think if the if the if it's as is, I don't think they're sweeping the Clippers. I think the Clippers play yeah. too hard that they'll get one game. They'll at least get one game, and then I think and then, they can beat. I think. See, I think they can. This is an ideal scenario. They beat the Timberwolves because I, I think the ten, the Clippers beat the Timberwolves in the play in. They beat the right. Timberwolves in five. the The next round they get Jazz or or Denver. I think they could beat either one of those teams. No, nah, they got they get they get uh, Mavs or or Utah. Oh, in the, okay. In the second round, because it's All one, right. it's the one four, it's a one four. Right, right, one, right. Five, I, I thought the I thought the Nuggets were or five. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they can beat. Oh, man, I think they beat the Jazz in five. The the Mavericks, I could definitely see going six. Well, and to be the, fair, they, it might be the Nuggets by the end of the season because there is yeah. they have they have one more game and the the Jazz have two more games. I think the okay. Jazz has to have to win. Then the Jazz's next win basically uh, secures them at the fifth seed. Okay, so I think they can win the four or five. This is again ideal scenario. They beat the eight seed in one or in five. They beat the four or five in five, and then they go six in the conference finals. That's ideal scenario of four losses. Because a sweep, it's always tough to predict sweeps, right? Like, I never want to predict a sweep just because you feel like 
a team is going to win a game. It'd obviously be great if they just swept the eight seed. That, that would be fantastic. There's also injury factors that's probably just going to blow all this up anyway, and they're not even going to make the finals. Fortunately, we don't have stakes for this bet. We're just right now pride's on the line. So I don't feel too bad if I just lose I, pride. I don't have any I, anyway. So. I think the suggestion I saw in the chat was food. Uh, my other suggestion was for our significant others. We, the Either one of us. It, it's always going to involve some type of money, but it should be fun and funny. So we should get our significant One of us, you either me for your significant other or you for my significant other, have to get a Bret Hart cameo since both our significant others How love Bret Hart. Bret Hart cameo? <laughs> I got it for our, our anniversary. I think it was about when I got it, it was maybe like 70 75 how much is it is, if i've got to spend like actual high-end money then we're, we're changing this bet rule, you would okay? be you would be surprised that brown heart is not is not very expensive on cameo i think i think he made it the right rate that he he is he's a very smart man that's why i'm, look, he gets I'm looking this up it's 150 dollars. Yeah. fuck that oh it went up it went up my bad <laughs> never mind <laughs> spending 150 dollars on this bet are you kidding that me? was like that was like a double the amount that i thought <laughs> i don't Fuck think it was, that i don't I think it just was like 20 much. bucks or something like sure i don't think it was that much when i got it but um That's insane even I mean, if it food. was like 75 bucks like i i ain't betting food 75 bucks or coffee since we're fr- fmc Look, we can coffee. we can do coffee i'll gladly order you a cup of coffee for for one of the shows i'll gladly order you like lunch or something for 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 one of the days this is fine we'll we'll do we'll do like a lunch a, a, a doordash lunch or a doordash coffee or something i'm completely fine with that <laughs> i'm i'm fine with like minuscule amounts of money here we got we got Jeremy saying we got uh, Ace Shock saying Jeremy praises his deadbeat uncle. I'm guessing Dan Lambert and SP3 says Walter instead of Gunther. No, that is not Walter. I refuse to admit that is not Walter. Walter doesn't lose on just regular episode of NXT. It's Gunther. That's Gunther. And Walter had great music, not this generic crap that Imperium comes off. Man, I watched. Oh wait, what are we talking about? I yeah, mean, yeah, we're not. Yeah, yeah we're not. Yeah, yeah. We're not talking no, about that. No, I was just talking, talking about, about the comment. The yeah, comment. Okay. Just the comment. That's fair. I should have <laughs> muted. I still should have muted you on that. That's on me. Um... <laughs> oh man. Anything well, else? We... NBA. You want to talk about the East? I'm so disappointed. The Sixers aren't get, gonna get the two seed. Me too. Me too. It looks it looks so good. Like I remember I, I sent you the screenshot. I was like, yo, the Heat are playing themselves out of this one seed. I was so happy. And then they went on a streak. They was just like, nah, we hear you talking crap, SP3. We gonna we gonna go on this streak here. And yeah, they're they're back. They're they look like they're solidifying their one seed. Uh it's very interesting with what's going to happen with uh, Celtics and the Bucks. I don't know. I think the Bucks. Who do the Bucks have for the last two games? So they got the Pistons. So they'll probably win that. And then they got the the cat. The um yeah the Cavaliers. So they'll probably win both of those or maybe at least one of those to secure the the second seed. Celtics. They kind of seem like the scariest team in the in the east going into the playoffs because they're firing yeah. on all cylinders at the right time so yeah i mean <laughs> i think this is why even when even back when uh bob 
scorch me a new earth uh, about the Lakers. Why I laughed at him and I laughed him off and I talked crap to him is because he's a Bulls fan and I knew the Bulls. This was just a temporary thing for the Bulls. Bulls fans got way too happy, but I believe the Celtics might beat them in four or five games in this first round. So O'Neal, this is weeks ago. He messages me and he's like, I'm starting to not like Billy Donovan. And this is a few weeks ago. And I replied back of like why he's correcting this. And then he does, he just ignores me. He just doesn't reply because I'm pretty sure he doesn't like me. Um, but like, this is why like you just can't trust Billy Donovan. Bless him. But big games, I've seen how many times the Thunder lost regular season big games. And then playoffs, I definitely don't trust this man in the playoffs. The Thunder lost 14 straight road games with Billy Donovan as their head coach in the playoffs. And the the shitty part about this, 14 straight, four of them, it might have actually been like 17 straight. I don't know. It was a very high number. The shitty part about this, SB3, four of those were in the bubble. They weren't even technically, it wasn't even on the road, but they were counted as road games against the Rockets because they lost games one, two, five, and seven. Those would have been counted as road games, and those were the games they lost in the playoffs, which is insane to me that this man, not even being on the actual road, still somehow lost these road games. They, The Thunder under Billy Donovan didn't win a road game since game two against the Warriors. Because, wait, yeah, because they lost five, they lost seven, uh, and then the Rockets the next year, they lost one, two, and five. The, The Jazz, they lost. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One, I think they were actually the high seed against the Jazz because they won game one. So they lost three, four, and six. Uh, what was the year after that? The the Blazers, they lost one, two, and five. And then the Rockets, they lost one, two, five, and seven. Somebody else can do the math on that <laughs> shit. But that's how many straight road games they lost. They, they don't win on the road. All right, Billy no. Donovan doesn't win on the road. No. I don't. I don't understand why they thought this was a good coaching pickup. Uh, it looked good the first half of the season, but I didn't believe in it. 
and I was right. I was accurate in that. And now they're versing, they're probably going to verse the hottest team in the East in the first round. Or, I, I mean, the, the Sixers have a chance to get that three seed as well. So we, we don't know because this, the, the Sixers got to verse the Pacers and the Pistons to finish out the regular season. I think they're going to win both of those. And if the uh, Celtics lose their next their, their last game, then, yeah, the Sixers can get that, that third seed. So a lot of movement can happen in these standings um i mean the cavaliers i just feel bad for because they got their they got their injuries at the wrong time yeah. i feel like they would be ahead of the clippers i think the clippers would be i mean um, excuse me they would be ahead of the bulls see i'm calling them the bulls the clippers um the bulls would be played in the play in if the cavaliers were healthy that's what that's my opinion right now because the cavs were looking good before they got all these injuries but they're probably going to be an eighth seed coming out of this because I think the Nets are going to beat them in that play in that seven eight play in. I wish the Sixers had some pride and was like, "We're going to go for the two seed. We're going to we're going to just go after the Nets in the first round. They're a bunch of fucking cowards and they're not going to do it." It's a shame. <laughs> we're going to get Nets Heat or Nets Bucks in the Yo. first round. Yo, that's going to be the best series of the playoffs. Probably will happen in the first round. With yeah. Nets, if we get, especially if they win that play in and they versus the Bucks in the first round, yeah, that's gonna be the best series. That's See, that I, might determine who's going to the finals. It very, it very well may. And I think the Bucks like kind of welcome it. Like I don't think the Bucks are scared. Like they're like, no. yeah, sure, bring bring on the Nets. We beat them last year. Like they they they're the champions. I think they welcome it. I think that the Ben Simmons factor is. I don't like if you get the Nets you're probably better off like catching them in the first round because yeah. if they're going to try to integrate Simmons back, like that could throw things off. And like, the, the, the nets are very dangerous, obviously, but they, they were down big the other night to uh, the Knicks and they ended up coming back and everything like the, the Knicks suck. Um, like if you're going to catch them, you probably want to catch them early because once they get Simmons back and like integrated, once they like really find a rhythm now that Kyrie can play in all the games, like that, that's a scary, like that's going to be a scary team. And the yeah. deeper it goes and the more they continue to build. So if you're going to catch them, you may as well catch them early. Yeah, it's better early than later for sure because KD just gets better as the playoffs go on. And Kyrie, unless gonna... it's game six of the conference finals at home. All right, that one year. That one year, but since then he's been Fuck he's Kevin been Durant. amazing in the playoffs. And my oh, man, he's been amazing with Steph Curry and Draymond Green and Clay Thompson surrounding him. My favorite player in the NBA, the modern of modern NBA basketball, the Jesus Christ Stop reincarnated of NBA basketball, Kyrie Irving. Stop he's gonna it. average fifty. In the play-in, he's gonna average fifty in the playoffs. We're all gonna be talking about how do you average fifty in the playoffs? <laughs> average fifty. He just is. He's gonna have a sixty-point game. If, I will tell you this. I will tell you this right now. If Kyrie Irving averages fifty in the playoffs, they will not make it out of the first round. All right, because if he's averaging fifty, that means he's taken about seventy shots a game. And that means Kevin Durant ain't shooting the ball at all. KD's going to have 30-point triple-doubles. Uh, Kyrie's going to have his 50 a game. So they're going to average 80 combined. 
Yes. And then I, what else are they getting from the rest of this team? They don't need anything else. When he got 80. I don't think 80 is going to win games. Well, 80 well, not winning them games. You know, somebody will get five points. Somebody will hit a three. Somebody else. They'll Some get like, they'll shit. get like, like 30 points from the rest of the team. And that's 110. That's pr- pretty much what you need to, you know, yes, I agree with Luis, Luis uh, Rodriguez. Matt, uh, Mavs are having a 2011. No, the Nets are having a 2011 Mavs run. They are going to go all the way to the ship. If if they don't burst the Bucks, I am even more confident. If they if they try to bomb this play in and get the eighth seed, then they are in even better shape because they'll beat the they'll beat the Heat in my opinion. I have more faith in that to beat in the Heat than beating the Bucks. I think they can beat either the Sixers or the Raptors or even the Celtics. Even though the Celtics are the hottest team in the East, I think they can beat them. It's really the Bucks. The Bucks is the only team that scares me as far as the Nets making it. My my Brooklyn Nets making it to the NBA Finals. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. Hey, hey, I, I, I got to get one half of my finals prediction right. We, we already, the Lakers already ruined half of it. So I got to get the other half right. Um, Oh, hello to Hannah in the, in the live chat. I see Hannah, Hannah. there. Uh, that, that reminds me, Wes is going to be on Big Brother. They yeah. making me watch Big Brother, Jeremy. I got to watch Big Brother now. I'm going to have to find time to watch Big Brother. I love Big Brother too. So like, I, I actually like, would typically watch it. I have far less time now than than ever before, so I'll I'll have to. And it's on like five times a week or some shit. So it's I think it's too much, but it is it is on a lot. But I will watch it uh, for West and just because I do enjoy Big Brother. At some point, Hannah, once like the challenge starts up, if she can find time in her mornings to join us, we will. Uh, Hannah will be on and we'll talk much. Absolutely, stuff. I think I think what May is uh, the start of All Stars uh, yeah. three. Which is going to have Wes as well. I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to see how how Wes integrates with Nehemiah's, uh, you know, palace. That's going to be very interesting. Uh, how they work that out. So I'm looking forward to that. Our, our boy Mark Long was the front row at all the WWE events last week. I was marking out as a challenge fan <laughs> for Mark Long. I was like, yes, Mark, yes, get your get your camera shine. Uh, power driver, yes, is Wes. Wes from the challenge from Real World Austin. He's going to be on Big Brother. So now I have to actually watch Big Brother. Since our last FMC, me and the wife actually watched the first season of Too Hot to Handle. My wife is like, no, I'm not watching this anymore. <laughs> she, she's over it. She's over it already. Wow. How? After one season, she was just like, no, this, so good. Inter- this wasn't interesting to me. She was over it. And especially because we knew um, Francesca. From from right. uh, you know after Alter uh, from Love Is Blind, he was just right. like now I d- dislike her even more after watching Too Hot to Handle with her costing these people all this money. I I I further had a had a appreciation for Kells watching Too Hot to Handle, so I will give I will give him credit because he was somebody I was like so so seeing him on uh, Spies Lies and Allies because that season sucked mostly and he wasn't there long but this uh watching too hot to handle made me like him the show that we actually just started watching the first season of the circle uh i'm looking forward That's to seeing good. um yeah. what's his name ed ed over there whenever whatever he gets to that season because that's actually very a very interesting concept for a reality show 
Yes, I, I, we watched the the circle, the UK version, because that's where it started. Yeah, it started in the UK, and like that was, it may have started elsewhere, but like that was where I ended up first seeing it. Um, but that was really good, the UK version, and then they brought it to America, and and it's good as well. But yeah, the circle, that's good stuff, man. That's a, it's a fun show. I think you'll enjoy that. I'm glad you're you're watching these trash reality shows. Thanks to you. Very sad that your wife doesn't like the too hot to handle because it's tremendous. You gotta watch. You've got to got to watch F Boy Island. It's on HBO Max. You've got to watch this. All right. I don't know if 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 wifey's gonna like that one, but it's (laughs) probably not. (laughs) That that might have been like the worst of the trash reality shows we have watched. We want to watch. Um, we're we're watching Temptation Island still. We want to watch. It's. I think it's on. It might be on like after temptation i don't even know i don't remember like the name of it but it's on usa network uh and like it's like dating in the 1800s like it's all like 1800s dating hold on let me let me google the name of this. Oh, boy. oh boy i'm like intrigued yet scared i'm like what hold on <laughs> okay, i apologize for the, for the typing i'm using my, my no worries mic. no worries um the courtship yeah. So it's called it's called the courtship. It's clearly not going to last long because it started on NBC and then it moved to USA Network. So like it's it's clearly only going to last like one season. But it's like it's set in the 1800s. So like there's like horse carriages and all this shit. Like you can't use like phone. You can't like it's all 1800 stuff. And like this is how you have to like try to date. Uh, but it's very it's like The Bachelor and all these other dating shows. It's just it's 1800 stuff uh it it looks god awful but i'm gonna end up like trying to watch this and i'll tell you why i'm trying to watch it because we were watching temptation island and i started like falling asleep at the end of temptation island but then i hear like oh the courtship dating in 1800s and like they're playing a violin version of love story and i was like well they sold me they're they're using a taylor swift song so i'm in what is this stupid show about and then I watched a little bit of it and I'm like, oh yeah, this looks terrible. At some point we will end up watching it. Terrible reality shows, people. That's how you, you keep relationships happy. You keep them together. Uh, we just have to f- keep finding new terrible reality shows. The new season of 90 Day Fiance just uh, started. So we're going to be watching that. Uh, I'll keep you guys posted on all of that. Oh man, 90 Day the Other Way has one of the, the all-time simps. In, in reality television history, it's this guy who met this girl, I believe she's from Brazil, who she met her on a webcam uh, site and basically basically fell in love with the webcam girl and basically told her, you don't need to be doing this. Let me save you, girl. I'll pay for your rent. I'll pay for your kids. He got two kids. And he, yo, she's been trying to break up with him, Vic, the entire season. No, it's not Big Ed. Big Ed is a pimp. Don't don't get it twisted. Big Ed is a pimp. He's a pimp named Slipback because he he pimped out Rose and Rose tried to hustle him for money. And he was like, no, Rose's sister tried to hustle him for money. And he was like, no, 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 not today. And then he got the girl, the other girl that, you know, keeps coming back to him that he uh, bagged at the restaurant. So Big Ed is a pimp. I don't I don't want any Big Ed slander in this chat because Big Ed is one of the greatest reality television stars in history. And yeah, Colty, yes, we could we could slander Colty. We could slander Colt. He still, he was living at home with his mama until he's like 35 years old. And then he went to the bad mouth his mom, yo. His mom, Debbie. Debbie Did is he? A, yes. Yo, oh, the, the see, so I, 
I stopped. He, I stopped watching like shortly after. I, I watched the first couple of seasons with Colt and, and Larissa. And then Larissa got a new man, and then Colt tried to date like another Brazilian that didn't work out. Like yeah. it, it did. Like none of that shit worked. I've not seen him bad mouth. Oh man. Yeah, because oh, because Debbie they put Debbie on single life because Debbie okay. was trying to date for the first time in forty years since her husband died, and like they put her on single life, like she got a whole new make makeover and stuff, and like they you know he's with his new wife and she got pregnant and stuff, and now his new wife is basically acting like not as as harsh and as vile as larissa was to debbie but she's like oh no we need our space you know he she's always you know hovering over uh cold so they need to you need to move out i'm like dude you and your wife need to move out it's not debbie that needs to move out that woman is like 70 years old how you telling her she needs to get her own apartment like she don't got no income or anything like that you're on all these reality shows you can get a new apartment you should be the one to move out not debbie like what the hell that that doesn't shock me with colt because i feel like he is (laughs) i feel like a lot of these people like once they hit the, I, and I, I noticed this, I've, I've noticed this a long time ago, but like the, the EP, I, I kind of like pointed this out to her of when these people get on these reality shows, cause she doesn't watch a lot of reality shows. Like when these people get on these reality shows and then especially with like 90 day fiance, where it blows up big and there's like spinoff after spinoff after spinoff, like they, that fame just goes to them. Like it really yeah. goes to their head. And I pointed this out to her with Damien on on uh Love is Blind and like him on Love is oh, Blind yeah, he yeah. seems like a like he seems like a normal dude who's just like trying to get through everything with with Giannina and, and just like he seems fine like he seems like all right cool like he's he's trying to navigate this relationship it's tough she can be a little by her own admission like hot and cold and everything but like he seems like he's got it together and then when you watch him on after the altar where he's like oh let me have my sports car oh i'm hanging out with francesca let me have my cake and eat it too it's like mm-hmm. i think this reality shit just went to his head and like yeah I, i'm telling like i've seen this a million times with other reality shows and she's new to this she's like well i don't get it but yeah it seems like that's completely a case here colty seems like it's the same thing where it's just like oh i'm on this reality show now like this is all about and 90 day fiance is like the worst offender with a lot of this stuff where the big ed, another one where it's like, they get yeah. on these reality shows and they get that level of fame. And they're just like, ah, oh, fuck. Like I'm a big star now. I don't give a fuck what you tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Big, that's, that's the one thing I will say. Yeah. You can slander big Ed for is that yes, he has let the, uh, the fame get to his head and, and, you know, putting mayonnaise in his hair. That was just disgusting. Um, but, <laughs> But Colty, I feel like he, he's even bigger than that. Like he, like the way that he was talking to his mom and like telling her, "Oh, you need to move out. You need to stop hovering over me." Like you've encouraged this behavior your entire life. Why are you trying to like put her out on the street or make her find a new apartment when you know? Okay, you probably been paying the rent there. That's fine and dandy. But that's still your mom. Like you know how much your mom did for you when you didn't have money. Like let her have that apartment and you should be the one looking for a new apartment i just didn't understand that at all and i'm just like why does this man keep getting women too like he cheated on the second brazilian chick with the girl that he married now this is this is the reality fame of uh, these men and women they're like oh reality person i'll just hook up with him like 
they True. a lot of these people are also fame chasers too like that that's just this is how it works it's it's horrible i don't get it but that's how it works look we watch entourage right right sb3 like we watch the show True. and you see e e is like i'm vincent chase's manager what's the fuck the manager who cares but there's the association there and so that's how it works all right it's true. And then you see the change in E, how E treats women. Like, that's not how he treated women in season one or season two. You see it develop over time. So you're absolutely right. Yeah, fame gets to these people's heads and they completely change before your eyes. And yeah, and just Colt, Colt is like one of the biggest examples of it from 90 Day Fiance. Damien, yeah, like, like you said, Damien, he was like, I, I actually liked him during Love is Blind, the season yeah. one. And then the during after the altar, I was like, oh, well, he's kind of a douchebag. Like, you're like, yeah, like the whole sports car thing, Francesca thing. It was just like, dude, you just doing this all the way wrong. But hey, that's that's what fame does to you. Uh, somebody asked, uh, had we seen the new Joe Millionaire? I watched it. I, I don't think you did, SP3. No, I haven't I, yet. I watched it. Uh, I watched it like week to week as it was going by. Like, it, was, it was fine. Like, it wasn't bad. But the fact that they, did, they didn't do a reunion and then it, we, we Googled and we found out that like one of the couples broke up like a month after filming, like maybe not even like that shortly. It was like, ah, uh, I mean, like these relationships rarely last, but you got to give me a reunion special on any of this shit. All right. Because yeah. I need to know, like, I see what happens on the show. I need to know the dirt that happened, like after the show and the shit we didn't see. So that, I think we said this last time, the best part of 90 Day Fiance is, is the tell-alls. Yeah. Like you 100%. literally watch the season to get to the tell-all. Yeah. That's always the best part like in it's so, so funny because when i'm talking about the the simp i forget his name but he's actually from new york that's why i remember him so bad he's like from new york he's a firefighter and he got this girl and she's basically kicking him out the house and saying oh this is this is stupid oh he said you're stupid though and she starts like you insulted me you called me stupid she walked away she started going to her mom he's like and then the sister was like, you called her stupid. She said, this is stupid. He was like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. He started crying. It was so funny. It's just like, yo, sipping ain't easy. And then on the tell-all, the first part of the tell-all, he's like, yeah, we're back together now. And like she's like smiling there, but you can tell that she doesn't really understand because she doesn't speak English. So she doesn't really understand what he's saying. And then we see on the second half of the tell-all that she's like, no, we, we this is over. <laughs> like, stop, stop calling me. Stop trying to pay for my rent. Stop. <laughs> uh, I gotta, I gotta catch up on 90 Day Fiance. I don't know when, I don't know when I'm gonna have time to do all this stuff. I gotta figure it out though. Cause I used to love that show. There's just so it. much of it. There's yeah. so much of it now. I just don't know if I can. I, mean, I can go back and rewatch it. Time is just. I ain't got that much time in these days. Uh, I, let's, I actually on. just completed Pam and Tommy too. Uh, the that show. See, I want to watch that as well. That was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Like, oh my god. Um, I, I, you know, I, I know, I know his name, uh, Sebastian. 
but I call him Winter Soldier. Yo, Winter Soldier did his thing as Tommy Lee. Yo, I was like, I was like, I really believe this is Tommy Lee. Like, I stopped seeing him as Bucky <laughs> after like episode three or four. I was like, this is Tommy Lee, and they got a whole scene with him talking to his penis that just has to be seen to believe. <laughs> oh my god, it's great. It was great television, and yeah, yeah, and Seth Rogen was great in it as well. I, I do want to watch that because it does seem like it, it's one. I'm interested in that story. I, I really, uh, you know, growing up at that time when that thing came out, it was like, oh, okay. And <laughs> 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 lie yes. about it. Like, you know. And I love the, the, the obscene references that they make from that time. Like, they talk about, oh, the Tickle Me Elmo just came out. It was just <laughs> like, it's like, oh, shoot, I remember this. I remember this vividly. Let's <laughs> talk like, like about Entourage. Uh, season two, we're, we're on season two now. The first two episodes. <laughs> Let's talk about period sex, SV3. <laughs> that was a big topic of discussion, especially in the second episode. It was. Oh it, it was. I mean, it was a big topic in the first episode yeah. where he's back from New York and he's he's trying to hook up with Kristen. He is, and she's on her period. And like, we're laying in bed watching this, and I'm like, I'm gonna have to talk about period sex with SV3 tomorrow. And then he's just like, well. Have fun with that. <laughs> great stuff. Great stuff. But I'm saying, like, it's been months. I I'm not talking. It's been not three months. Yeah, it's been it's three, been three months. months. This man, he was on his best behavior in, in New York. In New York. In yeah. New York. When he knows, you know he knows he got exes out there. He knows, he knows people. people. He's more famous now, and he's coming He's back. hanging out with Vincent Chase. He's on, he's on location at a movie. Like, going to all those all the spots that we have here in New York and stuff like come on like he he had to be on this is like super sane well behavior <laughs> to not to not even get any skin in, in in New York and then he comes back and his girl's like oh um I'm on my period and then he he says he says the natural thing like okay we can't do that well can, we can do other stuff and she's like no that's not fair to me I was like I would have broke up with her right then and there. <laughs> like what? Like what? What do you mean? I'm not saying I would break up with the person because of this, but I am saying that I understand. Like I try to be equal with this stuff as Me well. Too. You always want to be equal with this stuff, but there is sometimes one has to take care of the other when the other can't take care of the other, and that goes both ways. All right. Yeah. You know, like if I'm not feeling great and like I'm not into it, but she was like, all right, I got you. Exactly. I got no worries. Exactly. I got you. I got you. I'll go, I'll go down. I'll right. Swim it. I'll just it's keep okay. it. Yeah, it's totally it's fine. Okay. It's totally so, fine. When when it's when it's that time for them, like we still got needs as well. All right. So I respect that he didn't break up with her, but I would have understood if he did. <laughs> Because this is, this is, you have to understand, they, they, they broke up, they got back together, and, you know, they had breakup sex, and then they eventually get back together. And she only really got back with him because he was with Emily. Like, that. let's be yeah. honest here. Yes. She, she, only, she only wanted him when he was with Emily. And then she she does all of this. I was just like, man, I, I'm with the fellas. I'm with the fellas. <laughs> something, something ain't right. Something needs to be done. Like, we got to get this under control. Because this is out of hand. I love the pitch by uh, RE44 Aquaman. That was great stuff. 
Uh, but I, this is this is honestly, I, I would put this up. I don't know if it's my favorite season, but it's at least top two for me, season two. And the start of it kind of sets the tone for just how like they, they bring the, they make the Hollywood world a lot bigger in season two. Yeah. Um, so, so they're back from New York and yes, there's period sex discussion in there, but yeah. So the, the big thing here is Vinny doesn't have any roles. Vincent just has absolutely no roles. He wants to do Medellin, which is, uh, what's the Narcos? Narcos yeah. is the, the yep. Netflix show. The, the, the Pablo Escobar story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I always think of. Like I, I watched the first couple of seasons of Narcos. Like, Where the fuck's Vincent Chase? Where's, where, Absolutely. Yeah, when, when, as where's soon Medellin? as that was announced, I was like, oh, word, they made Medellin? Like, this is, <laughs> you have to realize how much Entourage, like, foreshadowed stuff. Oh, they yeah, Aquaman. Aquaman. Aquaman was the other one. I remember when, like, Aquaman was announced, like, oh, fuck, Vincent Chase, here we go. <laughs> and then they announced Jason Momoa. It's like, huh? No, this ain't my Aquaman. I was, I was like, that's not Vincent Chase. That's not Jim yeah. Gyllenhaal. Broke, <laughs> broke back Aquaman, bitch. That's not any of those. Um, so Aquaman, Narcos, uh, what, The Great Gatsby. Yeah. Um, yo, they they foreshadowed so many movies or TV shows. It's ridiculous rewatching this and being like, yo, this was like 2005. Like, how did they know all this? <laughs> they just figured they're like, at some point, someone's gonna do Aquaman, all these comic book movies and shit. They're gonna do this. They're gonna do this stuff at some point. How much did you? I'm pretty sure it was episode two. Uh, the Lakers scene. Lamar Odom yeah. had a cameo. <laughs> Johnny admiring his calves. Oh, he's got, some, he's got some really good calves. Episode two, where he's on this calves kick, is so so good. They're at the party at Jamie Priestley's house, and he's just like looking at the news calves. He's like, the implants are they real, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so the implants are they real? He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, what? I, yo, I love this. Is where drama, just the drama comedy, just becomes outrageous in season two. It's so good. It's so good. It, it really, it really is. But that, that the Lakers game, and when Vinny won't do Aquaman, Ari just points it out. Like Spider Man, Batman, Joker, like they're all here. All right, <laughs> like you, you want to do big movies and stuff. Like you want to do the movies you want to make. Like this is the shit you got to do. He's talking about like. Tom Hanks before he did Forrest Gump, he did this. Uh, Tom Cruise before he did Tom or before he did Born on Fourth of July, he did Top Gun. Like you got to do these popcorn blockbusters. Exactly. You do it, this it's, he's one hundred percent right though. Like that when he was saying that, I was like, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But I love what he just gets up when he wants to change seats with E and somebody in and back into like sit down, <laughs> asshole. He was like, he was like, you know how much I pay for these? Seats? I'll shoot a three from here if I want. He's like, I paid two grand for these point. seats. I'm gonna take a three of i want to <laughs> i was like yo ari's the best Ari's he just, really is he's natural because you know those are improv those are all improv like it's not <laughs> in, even in the script for him to say that that's just his reaction to it it's great he's he's so good we meet lloyd as, as oh, emily's yes. been fired so we yes. meet lloyd he didn't play a big role in these episodes but he plays a big role certainly later on in the in the yeah. uh even the season, the season yeah. when 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 we get to like the real crust of the drama for uh, Ari, he's gonna play a bigger role as like this kind of confidant to Ari and probably his most loyal soldier of them all. Hundred percent. Yeah. So we so we meet Lloyd in these episodes, 
Turtle is now kind of got ease job and he's navigating that. He gets pizza for everybody. He gets New York pizza for everybody. They like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a nice little, nice little, uh, put, put, given, given Turtle some shine there. But yeah, I, I would be pissed if I was E2. Why are you scheduling everything at the same time? <laughs> it was like chaos. chaos in the house. Love chaos. Turtle thrives off of that shit. Um, and then, I mean, cycling back to, to E and, and Kristen, does we do learn Kristen was cheating uh, while he's in New York. And she is, of course, like, you're in New York. You didn't have sex with anybody. E, again, very loyal. A loyal, loyal man did not have sex with anybody. I don't understand. I don't understand how. They were together, right? Like, they, they were together when he gets back, right? Yeah. And, okay, she makes up the food poisoning excuse. The, the second night, which we, we learned was an excuse. The first night, the period excuse was just, I she just didn't want to sleep with him, right? But then two days later, she did. Like, you didn't have to make up the period excuse. Exactly. Like that... then, then you said because she said it was first day, then two days later, they decided it didn't la- it doesn't doesn't last at all. All right. No, like no, <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> like that's that's what I was like. St- stuff ain't adding up. That's why you know, E. Of course, he's gonna feel guilty because he slept with the with the perfect ten model and no, stuff. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was that was like that was like yo. They literally Jamie Lynn Singer and Vinny kind of put it on a platter for him. Is like you really gonna turn this down? She was. She takes off the top when they go skinny dipping, and it's just like. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. But, of course, he is so loyal. He won't sleep with her in the morning because, one, you know, he, he's still thinking about Kristen. He feels guilty for it. And, two, he did see the girl's boyfriend's tattoo on her ass. <laughs> I don't condone cheating at all. All right. It is one of my biggest uh, deal breaker pet peeve type of thing i don't know so pet peeve but like definitely like deal breaker type thing like no yes. not having that shit at all don't condone cheating this ain't real life this is entourage <laughs> all right let that man let that man get laid after after three months a perfect 10 model is there for him let him have it all right <laughs> let him have real it world do not cheat on your significant other Please everybody yeah entourage do what the fuck you want <laughs> There's different rules in Entourage. <laughs> different rules in this universe. I gotta say these things in case like the EP watches this. Like, what is this conversation about? Yes, we, what do you want me to do? I, I, I've told my my message before. I've never cheated on anyone. I've never cheated on her. I don't condone it at all. But Entourage is different, different, and especially because all the sides were there that Kristen was doing it to him. Right. So yeah, it really. At the end of the day, it was. He just, was vindicated. He was vindicated because he found out first that she cheated on him, and then he got to turn around as he was about to walk out. He got to turn around and say. I slept with a perfect 10 model. And then I slept with her again this morning. <laughs> and let's be honest, Kristen's a bitch. All right. Yeah. She's always yeah. been very bitchy. Like you said, the only reason she was with him is because of Emily. All his friends do it. If your three best friends are telling you, hey, bro, like your girlfriend sucks, you should probably, I understand you wouldn't be like, no, 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 she's great and everything. But most of the times, those relationships don't last. When your friends are telling you your girlfriend sucks or your significant other sucks, your partner sucks, most of the time those are relationships that don't last. Or if they do, you're unhappy a a lot of those times. Sometimes they can turn around. I get it. But the majority of the time, 
that shit just ain't lasting and it flames out in in typically terrible ways so th- th- the signs were there the signs were there mm-hmm. all right if you're in a health happy healthy relationship you ain't worried about cheating or, or fucking around regardless but if you're not in that kind of relationship then obviously you're probably looking at perfect 10 miles There you go. Your perfect 10 model comes to you. At the end of the day, you got one of two choices. <laughs> Especially if you're in entourage. But yeah, I really enjoy it. You're in entourage and you're in a shitty relationship. Exactly. Right? We also got E getting the Maserati, which we, which becomes like he's finally got his new car. He could get rid of that that old busted up uh white, white dirty car that he kept at the airport. Uh but yes, he got it, he got his Maserati, which will become his ride, uh, I think until next season. <laughs> till next season. So good stuff. Anything else happened in these uh two episodes uh we can kind of touch on? I do, I do wonder, like, I don't know how Hollywood works, obviously. Uh, I wonder if it does work the way, like, it portrays with Vincent. Because, like, everyone thinks he's the, this big star. Everyone thinks he has, like, the, the huge potential and everything. He does, so, like, let's, let's just look at facts here. He does the movie with Jessica Alba, which seemed to do well, but it wasn't yeah. the number one movie. It was the number one action movie, uh, yeah. live action movie. He does, you know, the indie movie Queens Boulevard, which that's not out yet. So like in in the real world, in real Hollywood or whatever, people don't know how that's going to play. They don't know what his performance is or anything like that. And now the offers have like dried up, according to Ari. He's got the Olsen twin movie offer. Like he wants to do Medellin, but like he's way down on the list. Ari is making headway with, with Aquaman. He's like, you just got to take Aquaman. Otherwise, you take nothing. I'm trying to think if there are examples of like actors who it seemed like, oh, this is like kind of can't miss, but then they take the wrong kind of film sort of stuff. Is there anybody out there that just sort of like did, did a movie that you thought like, oh, this is going to be good, but then just their trajectory was kind of was kind of different? I mean, I want to say Adrian Grenade, Vinny <laughs> Chase, because he did Devil Wears Prada, and then what happened? He really didn't do anything after that, as far as movie wise, right? Uh, I'm trying to think who did like sort of low indie films, and it's like, oh yeah, this guy. I'm not tapped into like Hollywood like too much of like in roles and everything. I kind of only just know like big star sort of sort of stuff. like i was gonna mention yeah. like gyllenhaal because he did donnie darko and but like he went on to have like a, a pretty successful career until taylor swift murdered him um <laughs> his career but his maybe career kind of went up when he did brokeback mountain so. yeah yeah true true keanu reeves uh yeah, reeves did all these guys yeah all these guys had to do like big budget movies the popcorn though. movie yeah yeah like they all just kind of Jillian Hall, not so much because no. Mountain wasn't like a popcorn movie no. at all. Like, no, uh, yeah, he didn't. He didn't have to he, do that. Yeah, he kind of went the the doing Medellin first route. He yeah. did Medellin to get the the popcorn movies. So. Right. 
Yeah, Keanu Reeves did like Matrix and shit. Like he, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's when his popcorn stuff. Yeah, that's when his career went up because he, you know, I love Bill and Ted movies, but that didn't do much for his career. And I right. love, oh man, we gotta we gotta get to that episode. I think it's in season two where we get the background of of who took Bill and who took Ted at Ori's office. I I, I just remembered that line that he says when he says. <laughs> I'm I'm a spoiler, but he says to that his uh, boss, he was like, Yeah, his boss told me he was like, I take Keanu, you take the other guy. <laughs> that line just always pops me because it's like, why y'all gotta do Alex Winter like that? <laughs> okay, I'm I, I just Googled this is very mean of me. Failed acting careers. <laughs> it's very, very mean of me. All right. Uh Hayden Christensen is a big one because he did a couple like lower stuff he did and then he did star wars and then like nothing after nothing star after wars. Like, yeah you can't think of like anything that he was good in after i mean star jumper wars. i like jumper but i see that, that i like any. jumper as well but like that was that, that was very low level yeah, yeah that didn't do anything uh taylor kitsch is on this list from friday night lights he was in uh, x-men origins apparently he's in wolverine i don't remember him in that at uh, all. i mean i try to forget wolverine to be fair so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was he wolverine there's no way he was wolverine no 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 no. okay x-men x-men origins was with hugh jackman so okay i was gonna say i thought hugh jackman was always wolverine. yeah 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 he was it was hugh jackman ryan reynolds in that one you had the actor that played saber okay so yeah uh well that, that apparently did nothing for him hayden christensen uh, Lily Collins. I don't really remember her. Garrett know. Headland. Yeah, he was in Troy. He was in Tron. That didn't quite work out. Taylor Lautner is a pretty big one. Like he did Twilight, and then after that, it was like, yo, yeah, just, he fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, completely <laughs> bombed. Completely bombed. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. I don't know if I'd agree with that. Like she, she was Buffy. Like, come on now. Yeah, yeah. Like, she was. But, but as far as her movie wise, yeah, movie yeah. career didn't do much. No. But I mean, if you if you if you still have like an iconic role, like you, we could say say what you want about like Adrian Grenier. Like movie career, nothing. He's always going to be like Vincent Chase. He still Absolutely. had like that that TV role that you can attach him to. I mean, look at look at Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven hasn't had a successful movie career since uh, since Entourage, but he will always be Ari Gold. So the the Friends people, they're all they're they're all the enough. Friends. Yeah, Jennifer yeah. Aniston's movie career wasn't like this big burgeoning thing. They're just no. always going to be the Friends. Courtney Courtney Cox is is. Is known for being the the wife to David Arquette <laughs> after, and nothing to do with her movie career. Another well, Scream, Scream, she got Scream. Yeah. That's that's about it, and that's still associated with David Arquette. Actors whose career were ruined by one role. Oh, man. Elizabeth Berkeley, Showgirls. Ah, come on now, she's dead by the bell. She's still Jesse Spano at the yeah. end of the day. Oh, and she's Jesse got Spano. and she's got and she's re reprised that role as well. So at least there's that. So another like Taylor Lautner one here. Yeah, Twilight, big budget thing. And then he like tried to do like serious movies. Like he did, I guess, some movie called Abduction that I've never seen. Uh, but apparently it was really bad. Like it's really bad. This this is an these are unfair lists, by the way. Like they got they got Nicolas Cage on here. Come on, Nicolas Cage is a fucking legend. Demi Moore, also a legend. Like these movies ain't didn't ruin their careers. Taylor Kitsch, once again, on this list. 
Uh, they sleeping. They sleeping, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> See, some of these on here is like, oh, it ruined their career. Like, Pete, these are bad films. Like Adam Sandler and Jack and Jill is listed on here. Like the Adam Sandler made a lot of shitty movies after like his peak and everything. People will point that shit out. No one is like knocking Adam Sandler because he still gave us Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Wedding Singer, and Big Dad, like all that shit. He still gave yeah. us classics. So yeah. like I people do bad movies. All right. De Niro, Pacino, they just been taking roles for the, the last <laughs> decade of their career. No one can everyone knows them from, from Casino and, and Star, Scarface and all that shit. Like they got their iconic roles. True. True. All you need is one iconic role in movie or TV, and I feel like you're you're a success at the end of the day. You can have bad movies or a bad run or a bad decade, like uh, those two. <laughs> Mike, had, Mike, but yeah, Mike Myers and the Love Guru. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mike Mike yeah. Myers hasn't had a good movie since the yeah. second uh, Austin Powers because Goldmember was not a good movie. It was funny at times, but it wasn't a good movie. Oh, I liked Goldmember. I, I I I like Goldmember too, but I can't say I can't say with a straight face that that was a good film. <laughs> Chris Klein is an interesting one, ooh, because he he was he was in Election, he was in American Pie, and it did seem like he was on the up. Like he yeah. had the looks. It wasn't like, look, Vincent Chase ain't the best actor in the world either. I think he's the worst actor on this show. Um, but like Chris Clyde wasn't the best actor, but he had like the looks. He had like kind of teen Hollywood heartthrob sort of vibe. And then like he did try to do serious movies and he he sucked and he just went absolutely nowhere. Chris Klein is an interesting one. Uh, yeah, I think I think I think he counts. He definitely has to count for sure. All right, so it has happened where there has been sort of like a uh, uh, Vincent Chase kind of, kind of thing where it's like, yeah, you kind of do like, I guess head on would be like, hey, we did head on. That was a like a critical success, uh, sort of a commercial success as well. With you do your little indie film, but like no real big follow up. And now people like if if uh, if Queens Boulevard, if your performance is not good or it's probably not going to do well at the box office, but if your performance is not good, you're just kind of fucked. Uh, Emil Hirsch is kind of a, a decent one, but like his his performances in those indie films were really fucking good. Like Lords of Dogtown and Into the Wild, those are really good movies. Yeah, <laughs> but but he did he did uh the movie with Alicia Cuthbert, Girl Next Door. Girl he Next Door, that. yes, yes, he did that. And and I, did there was another movie. one that I really liked with Justin Timberlake, I believe, was in it. That that was um. Those Lords of Dogtown, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I really yeah, like yeah. that movie, too. Yeah, I love that movie. I love yeah. that movie. That was really good. So, yeah, uh, Shia LaBeouf, maybe, that yeah. That was a good call. Yeah. yeah, that was a good call. He had those uh, Transformer movies. Everybody thought he was going to go off, but it didn't happen. But I, I think I got to run because Degrassi dudes is about to start. Yes, I apologize. <laughs> I keep you long. We just went down this movie rabbit hole of careers okay. and everything. SB3, go ahead and, and plug Degrassi dudes and all the other shows that you do. Yes, check out the grassy dudes in like two, three minutes. I got to jump over there. It's going to be a good time. We're going to be talking about Jay and Silent Bob invading Degrassi. So I get to talk about my favorite, t one of my favorite movie duos coming to one of my favorite shows of all time. So we're going to have some 15 bucks little man put that shit in my hand as we talk about Degrassi. It's going to be a good time. 
Jensen and, mentioned this to me yesterday that Jay and Silent Bob are part of this. I was like, wait, what? And he, he said that Kevin Smith just booked himself to, to make out with like his childhood crush, which is so fucking tremendous. <laughs> so tremendous. we're going to talk all about that. That that was a storyline in season four of Degrassi with a little bit in season five from, from Kevin Smith. So it's going to be a good time. Check us out in about two minutes. All right, everyone, stay stay locked here on Fightful Overbooked for Degrassi Dudes. SP3, appreciate it as always. Uh, we'll be back next week. NBA playoff preview next week. Playoffs are starting next weekend, I believe, so we will do yes. our, our playoff preview next week. Guys, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye, everybody. Enjoy your weekend, everyone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.